Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh, now 6 o'clock. And uh, we have... Uh, uh, we have a couple of uh, stories this morning that uh, breaking news for you. An officer involved shooting in West Wichita this morning at Central and Robin. This is near Central and Tyler on the west side. Police had reportedly been talking with an armed woman several hours when she was shot by an officer. Inside the apartment, police found a dead teenager. The woman was hospitalized in critical condition. Kansas Bureau of Investigation and Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office are investigating the shooting. A woman was injured in a house fire this morning in Hayesville. Around 1 a.m., firefighters were called to the 600 block of South Twin Pines near 79th Street South and Broadway with a report of someone trapped. They rescued a woman from a garage. Sedgwick County Fire Battalion Chief Justin Moritz. Two pets were also rescued from the house. No other people were home. There were no other, no other injuries for firefighters. No other personnel in the house. The woman was hospitalized in critical condition. A site near MacArthur Road and Meridian in South Wichita has been selected to become the location for the South Central Regional Psychiatric Hospital. Sedgwick County Commissioners met in executive session Friday and authorized the county to begin negotiations on the building project. County Commissioner David Dennis says the new site will serve not just the county, but address delays in the court system for all of South Central Kansas. They go back to jail then. Uh, they are still not convicted of a crime. They may be in jail for six months, nine months, a year before that we can get them uh, a slot at Larned. The hospital will serve acute inpatient mental health patients and will also be the location for adult forensic beds to alleviate jail overcrowding and shorten wait times on pending evaluations and treatment. A 14-year-old boy from Wichita was arrested Saturday on two counts of felony murder and one count of a juvenile in possession of a firearm in connection to Friday night shootings in northeast Wichita. Just before midnight, Wichita police responded to the 5200 block of East Kensington, northeast of 13th and Oliver, to the report of shots fired. At about the same time, officers were dispatched to an area hospital for the report of two walk-in shooting victims. 14-year-old Imani Shears and 19-year-old Jaquez Roberts, both of Wichita, died from their injuries. Wichita police believe that all parties involved in the incident knew each other 
and were meeting at the location of the shooting. The deaths marked the second and third criminal homicides in Wichita this year. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Wichita Police Chief Joe Sullivan released this statement Saturday. Receiving notifications about shootings is always disheartening, and it becomes even more saddening when it involves the loss of a child's life. This has to stop. As a community, we must demonstrate to our young people that there are alternatives to violence. Three American service members have been killed and 25 others injured following a drone attack by Iran-backed militants in Jordan near the Syrian border. Fox's Jennifer Griffin says this is nothing new for Iran. They're using this as an opportunity and with the the mood in the in Arab capitals and across the Middle East uh, uh, against both Israel and the United States, uh, they're using this as an opportunity to to try and again see they're pressuring the U.S. trying to see if the U.S. will pull back its forces and leave the Middle East. It's something that again goes back to the Reagan period period when uh, U.S. Marines and the U.S. Marine barracks was bombed in Lebanon to get the U.S. out of the Middle East. Uh, This has been Iran's goal for decades. The attack occurred on the night of January 27th, and three soldiers were killed. Dozens were injured. KNSS News time now, 6.04, four minutes past 6 o'clock. Good morning, Steve and Ted of the morning here on KNSS. 6.09 now. Nine minutes past six o'clock on this Monday morning. Emergency crews responded to four crashes in around 90 minutes Saturday morning in Wichita. Light freezing drizzle fell across the city Saturday morning. That may have contributed to the accidents. A man suffered critical injuries in a house fire in South Wichita Saturday afternoon in the 2100 block of Victoria. Cause of the fire is under investigation and a damage estimate has not been released. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley questioned former President Donald Trump's stamina and age at a rally in Conway, South Carolina. I happen to always say that I think we need to have mental competency tests for anybody over the age of 75. He took offense to that. A New Jersey man got a great deal on gas in neighboring Delaware until police showed up. $1,700 worth of fuel for less than 20 bucks. Kelvin Jerron Brand is accused of manipulating a gas pump at a Wawa gas station in Delaware. State police who responded to a reported fuel theft found a special device fastened to the pump. They also found multiple containers filled with gasoline in the back of Jerron Brand's work van. He was taken into custody without incident and was charged with shoplifting, conspiracy, and possession of burglar tools. According to investigators, multiple Wawa gas stations have been targeted recently. Pam Puso, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 610, 10 minutes past 6 o'clock. Taking a look at things in traffic this morning, it's pretty cold outside as far as traffic is concerned. However... Roadways look to be in good shape. Of course, it's below freezing, so watch out for that occasional slick spot. But really, things looking fairly good out there. We did have a jump in the gasoline prices. The high end up to two seventy nine a gallon, kind of back up to two seventy nine a gallon, and even that low end two forty nine ish. So that's even up just a little bit. I spotted that uh, uh, pretty close to Maple and Ridge. Traffic update from ninety eight seven thirteen thirty KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist 
Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Temperatures fell out of the mid to upper 30s across south-central Kansas overnight. We're expecting to run well above average today. Our normal high this time of year is 45. Today's high is 62. Some clouds will move on in this evening with a frontal boundary, our low 35. Sunny Tuesday and 58. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now a clear sky, southwest wind at 3 miles per hour, 36 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hello. It is a Monday morning, Ted. We had a sunny, warmer day across central Kansas Sunday. Wichita's high temperature was 55 degrees. Normal high is 45. We haven't had that, uh, that kind of temperature for quite a while. It was on this date in 2002 that what is considered to be the second worst ice storm to hit Kansas began. Occurring over a three-day period from January 29th to the 31st, the ice storm produced a mixture of sleet and freezing rain across southwest, south-central, and eastern Kansas. Hideous ice accumulations were produced, ranging from one to four inches. Four inches of ice. Mm. It's not good. Power outages lasted one to two weeks. Damage S uh, was around $60 million. That was in 2002. Had on the state of 1936, the first inductees of Baseball's Hall of Fame, including Ty Cobb and Babe Ruth, were named in Cooperstown, New York. Those are a couple no-brainers to get into the Hall of Fame. Well, that was 1936. A snowboarder spent 15 hours trapped overnight inside a ski lift gondola amid freezing temperatures at a Lake Tahoe resort. That's according to officials and media reports. The woman boarded the gondola around 5 p.m. Thursday at Heavenly Ski Resort, expecting to ride down the mountain because she was too tired to snowboard. But she says the lift stopped just minutes later while she was still in the sky. She yelled for help, but no one heard her. She wasn't found until the lift started again Friday. Ski Resort is investigating what happened. That would be frightening. I, I... what the last summer and a couple couple summers ago we went to uh, with the family down to uh, New Mexico and in Red River they've got a uh, ski lift there. We don't ski or anything, but it, it's the summertime. But we do like to ride it. So my daughter especially likes to get on the ski lift. But yeah, when you're up in that little seat up there, you're quite a ways above ground, mm-hmm. dangling up there. So if she was up there all night. That must have been kind of frightening for her. Fans storming the court after big wins in college basketball and the safety risks associated with that have received more scrutiny in the week since Iowa star Caitlin Clark collided with an Ohio State fan after the Buckeyes upset of the Hawkeyes in Columbia. There have been at least five more instances since the Clark incident on January 21st, and ESPN analyst Jay Bilas on Saturday called for an end to the tradition. Bilas wrote in a text message to the Associated Press that court storming will continue, but that it is inevitable that somebody is going to get hurt. Apparently somebody already has. So what they're talking about there, Ted, is what? Is it a big game or is it a very big win and everybody goes running out of the court? Mm -hmm. Which is crazy. Happens forever. (laughs) So how do you stop it? I don't know. Stop letting fans come to the game? Yeah, just make them stay away. That'd be good. 
Today is the uh, uh, when when five thousand people decide to do something, you can't stop it uh, unless they're going to have armed guards by the court. That's the only thing it's going to solve. That's an idea. Right? People with guns by the court is <laughs> the only going way on. you're going to stop this. <laughs> All right. Well, I I think I like to celebrate a, a victory as much as anybody. But I just kind of and but just kind of stand there and scream and jump up and down. I wouldn't want to run under the court anyway. All right, that's this be. Hey, we had a big win yesterday. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, so, potato soup. What do you know about it? One of my favorites. You make your own? I do. Oh, I made some a couple weeks ago. We made some yesterday, Shelly and I. We had uh, plenty to do uh, to to keep ourselves busy uh, yesterday, waiting for the ball game to start. So she had me cut up the potatoes. I've never done this before. Okay. I cut up the potatoes. I got the onions, chopped onion, and yeah. I got the celery going. And Those are two ingredients that are not in my potato soup. She came in and put the rest of it together, and we haven't tasted it yet. It's it's, it's, it's going to be it's going to be fresh this morning. You don't you don't. What do you put in yours then? You like uh, to keep it kind of plain? Potatoes and bacon. You got bacon, cream so. cheese, sour cream. Oh, that would be good. Man, That'd parsley good. and chives. I have to find your recipe. That sounds, mm. sounds pretty good. It's pretty tasty. <laughs> I put everything in it. All right. It is potato soup. Well, it's there's not- onion salt and onion powder, but not onions themselves. Right. Okay. Nor celery. Okay. It's uh, 617 here on this Monday morning, and let's check leadoff sports this morning with Ted Woodward. Uh, pretty big football game yesterday in Baltimore, Ted. Yeah, the AFC Championship winner goes to the Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs visiting the top seed in the conference, the Baltimore Ravens. And the Chiefs early on in this one getting the ball moving and getting points on the scoreboard. Here's Mitch Holtis with the call on the Kansas City Chiefs radio network. Tenth play of the Chiefs drive is first and ten after the penalty at the Raven 19 near hash. Mahomes to throw against a four-man rush. Fires it near side to Kelce. Comes back to the ball and holds it in. Touchdown, Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes absolutely took duct tape and just wrapped the ball around the waist of Travis Kelsey for a 19-yard touchdown. Chiefs got into the end zone a couple times early in this one. Had a 10-point lead for a lot of the game. It seemed like a 20-point lead the way the Chiefs' defense was playing. By the way, Travis Kelsey there. When Patrick Mahomes was throwing to Kelsey, 11 for 11. They did not miss. Kelsey ended up with 11 catches for 116 yards. Got that touchdown. But, boy, the story of this game was the Kansas City Chiefs defense completely stifling a very good Baltimore Ravens team on offense that just could not find an answer against the Chiefs yesterday. And the Chiefs defense comes up with the biggest play of the game. Flowers sprints out to the near side. Sneeds on him. Shotgun position. As they now shift, and they've got a wide receiver, Aguilar, tight to the right side. Back to throw is Lamar Jackson. Over the middle, caught by Zay Flowers, and lunges for the end zone. They're going to say the ball's out. They're going to say the ball is out in the end zone. The Chiefs think they have the ball in the end zone. No official has been given yet. They're going to say a touchback. The Chiefs recover the ball in the end zone. Zay Flowers caught the ball. And fumbles the ball into the, the end zone. The runner fumbles short of the goal line. Recovered in the end zone by Kansas, Kansas City. Kansas City has a touchback. Say Flowers hit short of the end zone and fumbles the ball. Oh, my. Inches from the end zone. The Chiefs punch it out. Baltimore ends up with zero points on that drive. 
And the Kansas City Chiefs go on the road and get it done again. And the Ravens fans are heading to the exits. But the story of this game in the second half, the Chiefs defense. This game is over! And you can doubt the Chiefs! You can dislike the Chiefs! You can disrespect the Chiefs! You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs being the AFC champions for the fourth time in five seasons! The Chiefs have the Lamar Hunt trophy, and they're taking it to Vegas for Super Bowl 58. The Kansas City Chiefs are champions at the AFC. 17-10 to 10 over the Ravens. How about that? The Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl for the fourth time in a five-year stretch. It's only the third time that's ever happened in NFL history. Mm. The Chiefs continue amazing. to write their amazing ch- next that's chapter, their yeah. amazing story here in the Patrick Mahomes era. Chiefs will go to the Super Bowl. Who will be the opponent? Well, for quite a while yesterday, it looked like the Detroit Lions were going to win the NFC on the road at San Francisco. The Lions had a 24-7 lead in the second half and blew it. Purdy is under center. He takes the snap. He backpedals a step. Zeroes on the clock. It's over. The sideline's empty. With a comeback for the ages, the 49ers are going back to the Super Bowl and ripping the heart out of the Lions. San Francisco overcomes a 17-point halftime deficit to beat Detroit 34-31. And for the eighth time, the franchise of the 49ers will play for the Vince Lombardi Trophy. It'll be the Chiefs and the 49ers in Las Vegas in a rematch of Super Bowl 54. Coverage there on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Yeah, we're 13 days away from the Super Bowl, the Chiefs and the 49ers. You'll hear the game right here on KNSS. The Chiefs are a one-point underdog right now going into that matchup. College men's basketball yesterday afternoon at Coke Arena, Wichita State, hosting SMU. And the Shocks were down by 11 points in the first half in this one. And then the Shockers kind of dominated this game in the final 28 minutes, coming back against the Mustangs. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl with the call on 103.7 KEYN. Wichita State with the ball, down one, 40 seconds to go in regulation. Bell drives right out to Poto, underneath for DeGray, another layup. And the Shockers take the lead with 35 seconds to go. Nice. The Shocks went on an 8-0 run in the final 100 seconds and beat SMU 77-72. How about that? The Shockers, the last team in the conference to finally get a conference win. And eight is our key number here. The Shockers snap an eight-game losing streak, and they have now defeated SMU eight times in a row. Shocks have their number. Nice win, fun win for the Shockers yesterday afternoon at Coke Arena. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 6.22 now, Stephen Ted in the morning. And coming up, we got Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Cleaning can be dangerous, he says. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. 6.30 on this Monday morning, 36 degrees. Kansas Governor Laura Kelly has vetoed the flat tax bill. The governor had said she was willing to have other tax conversations, but would not sign a proposal that includes a single-rate income tax. Senate President Ty Masterson and House Speaker Dan Hawkins both condemned Kelly's veto. Hawkins says House Republicans will attempt a veto override. Masterson says the governor was unwilling to work across the aisle.
The search continues for the bronze statue of Jackie Robinson, stolen from McAdams Park in North Wichita. Crime Stoppers and League 42 are offering a $2,500 reward for information leading to the arrest of the suspects and a $5,000 reward for the recovery of the statue. Wichita Metro Crime Commission President Steve Colmia says this type of vandalism needs to be stopped. It's time for us, and thanks to our WPD, to take our city back from this type of vandalism. It's uncalled for. Anyone with information about this crime is asked to call Crime Stoppers at 316-267-2111. Israeli officials could reach a ceasefire deal with Hamas soon. Fox's Jeff Paul has the latest. Officials say the deal would stop Israel's military campaign for two months in exchange for more than 100 hostages captured during the October 7th attacks by Hamas. Israel says there are still some gaps in the talks with the U.S., Qatar and Egypt, but calls them constructive. They are expected to continue next week. If the deal were agreed to by Israel and Hamas, it would be divided into two phases. The first phase would see Hamas release women, children, wounded, and elderly hostages over 30 days. The second phase would see the rest of the hostages freed. In turn, Israel would cease military operations in Gaza and allow humanitarian aid to enter the country. President Biden urging Congress to accept a deal to stem the flow of migrants across the southern border. But Republicans are at odds about it. The president calls the proposed reforms tough and fair. Oklahoma Republican James Lankford is one of the Senate negotiators. He says the goal is zero illegal crossings daily. That means... There's no amnesty. It increases the number of Border Patrol agents. It increases asylum officers. It increases detention beds so we can quickly detain and then deport. But Republican Florida Senator Rick Scott says the president can close the border, but won't. So a deal won't help. If we can't force Biden to to secure the border, we need to shut the border today. Both men on Fox News Sunday. House Speaker Mike Johnson said the deal would be dead on arrival in his chamber. Gernal Scott, Fox News. There are no scheduled meetings this week for the Wichita City Council and Sedgwick County Commission. City Council does not hold meetings on the fifth Tuesday of the month. Their next regular meeting takes place February 6th. The county will take a week from meetings as well. They will be back Wednesday, February 7th. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a clear sky, cool across Wichita and south-central Kansas. It'll be sunny with temperatures reaching the upper 50s by lunchtime, 62 this afternoon. Clouds move on in this evening, clearing overnight to low 35. Sunny, not as warm on Tuesday with a high 58. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now a clear sky, 36 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 6.34, Monday morning, Stephen Ted. Hey, Kansas Day, Ted. How about that? What, it is uh, Kansas Day. 1861, was it? Yeah. I think it's 60. Sounds right. That's Kansas, correct. Kansas became a state. We came into the Union as a uh, free state. Uh, and one of the most volatile times in our nation's history. <laughs> Absolutely. Kansas becomes a state. Kansas was born when there was a big storm going on, a big storm. And there were there was Gosh. bloody violence and death oh, man. prior to the Civil War in Kansas and Missouri. Especially up and down that line between mm-hmm. Kansas and Missouri over there. Uh, 635. Now, coming up uh, an hour from now, we'll check in with the Wichita Mayor Lily Wu. It's Money's with the Mayor with Stephen Ted and... We'll see what she's got going on today.
I've missed the first two episodes of yeah. Mayor Wu. You've been, with us. been good so I've far. I missed the last two Mondays. Yeah. Well, we'll have one. Glad for, to be here today. An hour from now, we'll let you in on it, okay? On this date in 1919, the ratification of the 18th Amendment to the Constitution, establishing the prohibition of alcohol, was certified by Acting Secretary of State Frank L. Polk. There you go. Taking away the booze, or trying to. Never quite got that done, but uh, had places called speakeasies where you could go behind with the police power. Yeah, people found a way. Yeah, they found a way. That's a World's largest cruise ship is on its maiden voyage from the port of Miami. Royal Caribbean's icon of the seas left South Florida Saturday for its first seven-day island-hopping voyage through the tropics. Ship runs nearly 1,200 feet from bow to stern. The icon at 12 football fields. The icon of the seas is, is divided into eight neighborhoods across 20 decks, the equivalent of nearly four city blocks. Ship includes a six water slides, seven swimming pools, an ice skating rink, a theater, and more than 40 restaurants, bars, and lounges. The ship can carry up to 7,600 passengers at maximum capacity, along with more than 2,300 crew members. The icon of the seas. That's almost, you know, that's big. I'm not sure I want to be on a vessel with 10,000 people that large. Uh, I know I I don't. I'm rather certain I do not want to either. Uh, Ted, every year. Meanwhile, uh, the norovirus is jumping up and down and cheering. <laughs> yeah. They're back. Well, let's hope not. Let's hope every cruise they have on that huge ship is just fine. I hope so. Every year, thousands of Minnesotans vote on names for the giant machines that clear the state's roads. Winners over the years have included Plowy McPlowface, Scoop Dog, and <laughs> Hans Nolo. There you go. The Minnesota Department of Transportation expected to announce winners of its 2023-2024 Name a Snowplow Contest next week. Minnesota will add eight selections to more than three dozen names already gracing trucks. State began naming its 800 plows in 2020. The contest's popularity has prompted states and cities across the country to hold similar contests to name their snowplows. I would think you'd run out of cute, snappy names of snowplows after about 10. Have you seen this social media? There's never-ending flow of snowplowing of anything. <laughs> yeah, they'll get plenty. I'm sure of that. It's uh, 6.38, Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. Time for the KNSS Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Stephen Ted. Friday, the live cattle and feeder cattle futures had another session of new highs for the move to the upside and close positive. The cash cattle trading volume last week was much improved, as were the prices being paid to the feed yards. This Wednesday is the cattle inventory report at 2 o'clock. Lean hogs also continued Friday to make new highs for the move to the upside and close positive. On the close Friday, April live cattle, 97 cents higher at 181.67. 
March feeders a dollar fifty-two higher at two thirty-nine seventy, and April lean hogs up seventy cents at eighty-three twenty-five. Now the trading and the close Friday were negative for the wheat, corn, and soybean futures. On the weekly charts, November soybeans closed negative for the seventh week of the past eight weeks. Now overnight trading was negative with new lows being made in the soybeans. Last week, March Casey wheat gained seventeen cents. March corn gained a penny. March soybeans lost four cents for the week. At the moment, March Kansas City wheat twelve cents lower at six twelve and three quarters. March corn down four cents at four forty two and a half, and March soybeans down eight and a quarter at twelve oh one. March crude oil is down eight cents at seventy seven ninety three. We did trade as high as seventy nine twenty nine last night. April gold is eleven dollars sixty cents higher at two thousand forty seven seventy. March S and P two and three quarter points higher at forty nine hundred nineteen. March dollar index thirteen cents higher one oh three. 36 in March Dow Jones futures 10 points lower at 38,248 for commodity trading ag marketing or managed trading programs contact left for commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM well Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl how about that yeah yeah I see the ticket prices are a little bit steep oh you already checked it out how many how many are you going to buy I, I was I was reading a new article about it it looked like the cheapest seats were like 6,500 and for some really great seats, 30000 Hmm. You know you can listen to it for free here on KNSS. Yes. Exactly. That's <laughs> the best thing to do. Well, there you go. All right, so we're going back to Super Bowl. You know, the, a couple of weeks ago, or the last few weeks, seemed like the every time uh, Mahomes hits one of his receivers in the hands, they dropped it. Yesterday, they caught everything. That was quite what a, a difference. Quite a difference. Quite a departure. And yet, they didn't score that many points. Yeah. They he didn't score that much, so. But anyway, next second half. I tell you what, I think they, I think Steve, they got to thank their defense an awful lot oh, for getting them where they are. Yeah. The second half with three points was scored by both teams. Wow. Anyway, it's it's uh, it's, it's great to see the Chiefs going back to Super Bowl again. Thank you, sir. You we will check with you again tomorrow morning. That's a KNSS commodities update with Steve at ten in the morning here. Tom Leffer on KNSS, and coming up we've got the. Uh, You've got Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker on the way. So keep it right here. Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.
Stephen, 10 in the morning, KNSS. 647 here on this Monday morning, Kansas Day. Three big things. Three. Kansas Governor Kelly vetoes a flat tax bill. Republicans will try to override that veto. Two. Sedgwick County Commission chooses Meridian and MacArthur as the site for a new state psychiatric hospital. One. 14-year-old boy arrested in a shooting that killed two other teens in which northeast Wichita. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. This morning, things in traffic, well, the traffic volumes are picking up a little bit, but it's not really causing any problems out there. Things in traffic are looking good. High end of the gasoline prices is up to two seventy nine a gallon. We're actually kind of back up to two seventy nine a gallon. That's a pretty common price out there. Uh, there are still some places uh, that have got those lower prices like we had last week or the last several weeks, but even that low end price is up a little bit. Two forty nine lowest I found this morning. That's near uh, Tyler and West. Or sorry, that's near Tyler and 29th North. Tyler and West 29th Street. You want a traffic update? 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Sunny and warmer today with a high of 62 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight. The overnight low 34. For Tuesday, sunny. Tomorrow's high 57 degrees. Now clear. Southwest wind at 3 miles per hour. 36 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Steve in the morning. Some iPhone users may soon get access to app stores outside the Apple App Store. Apple is getting ready to open up iPhones to more outside apps, but not for U.S. users of the smartphone. Forced now to comply with the European Union's new laws granting more rights to use tech devices as people see fit, Apple will allow Europe-based iPhones to install third-party app marketplaces where apps other than on Apple's App Store can be found. The feature will come with the next iOS upgrade due in March. The process is referred to as sideloading, and it would lead to developers avoiding paying Apple for having their apps available to iPhone users. That's a source of revenue that Apple would lose. Those fees have been the cause of sour relationships with companies like Spotify and Epic Games. But it's a feature for which Apple users have long clamored. While the law impacts the EU member states only, U.S. lawmakers and regulators have been discussing similar reforms. With Fox on Tech, I'm Eben Brown, Fox News. Drops in tech stocks dragged the market down Friday for a mixed close. The Dow closing out another winning week as reports suggest inflation's cooling while the economy continues to grow. It finished the day up by 60, the S&P down three points, but the Nasdaq was down by 55, thanks in part to dropping shares of Intel. Pending home sales rose 8.3% in December. The National Association of Realtors was forecasting a 2% increase. Want to run away and work for a rodeo for a bit? You can be a part of this year's Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. They're holding a job fair this weekend for seasonal positions. They're looking for cashiers, event staff, carnival ride attendants, as well as security. Jill Nato, Fox News. 6.51 now, Stephen's in the morning here on KNSS. 
And today is National Puzzle Day. Whether it's a crossword, jigsaw, trivia, word searches, brain teasers, or Sudoku, puzzles put our minds to work. Studies have found that when we work on a jigsaw puzzle, we use both sides of the brain. And spending time daily working on puzzles improves memory, cognitive function, and problem-solving skills. Ah, there you go. Are you a puzzler? Uh, not. I, I, I like crossword puzzles. That's about as I far do as too, I get. But I, haven't, I haven't done one for years. Uh, my wife likes to do those jigsaw puzzles with the, you know, she had a giant one of the New York skyline. Mm. Had it on the table for, I don't know, a couple of months. Couldn't get it done because there's so much blue sky up there. Every That's, one of these. the challenge. Yep. All, every one of these pieces was the same shape. That frustrates me. That's why I don't do puzzles. Oh. That's one reason I don't either. Hey, let's check in now uh, with uh, Don Grant, CFP, the Money Tracker. Good morning, Don. Good morning. I may be drawing a huge target on my own back, but I would be wary of taking any specific financial advice that's broadcast to a mass audience. I'm critical because every investor is different, and a strategy that is good for one person may cause financial distress for another. There are several notable financial celebrities out there. Dave Ramsey, of course, is one of the most popular with 20 million listeners on a regular basis. He may have some very logical general guidance about money, but some of what he says I think is just plain bad. For example, there's been a kerfluffle over Dave Ramsey's 8% rule. He has stated for years that it is safe to withdraw 8% a year from a 100% equity portfolio and not outlive your savings. But there are several retirement periods between 1965 and 2007, I look back, and when that advice would have been draining or it would ruin an investment portfolio in just longer than a decade. The first flaw in his thinking would be that a retiree would have a 100% stock portfolio. For many, that's taking on much too much risk. Ramsey built his reputation helping a lot of people get out of debt. He's good at that. But his aversion to borrowing limits many from building wealth. He once advised a caller to sell a rental property to pay off his primary residence. The rental property was debt-free, and the income was $2,000 a month, which was just about enough to cover a 2.75% mortgage payment on the caller's home. That advice to me is just plain silly. A 2.75% mortgage is cheap money, and it's loaned against an appreciating asset that creates no income. That's because it's the home they live in. Ramsey's distaste of debt seems to overshadow the caller's opportunity to grow wealth. When you're listening or watching someone who gives financial advice, there are several things to consider. First, they are selling something, whether it's a book on a program or they just want your money. They don't know you, and their advice is often just one size fits all, which doesn't always work. And of course, if you have any questions, you give me a call over at Saber Wealth. The number's 267 267- Oh, 0600. All right. Thank you, Don. 655, Stephen Ted. Coming up, 7 o'clock, top of the hour news this morning. Breaking news. A shooting in West Wichita leaves one dead and one wounded, and it is an officer-involved shooting. That's coming up, Stephen Ted, in the morning here on KNSS.
Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 